1: This is your tech report.
2: It is your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flallow. Follow us along, follow along with us on Twitter. It is at Your Tech Report, Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report. Of course, Instagram, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And YouTube, Mitchell, YouTube.com slash your tech report.
0: Yeah, and YouTube is an important thing because uh, you're, you're going to see me getting hands-on with the product that we're going to be talking about right now. But to give it, to give it a little context, Mark, one of the things we love doing on the show is introducing people to technology in areas that they don't normally associate with technology. Is that a fair thing to say?
2: That's very, I would say, very
0: fair. Yeah, I think it's something that we love to do. And there's a certain category that I have a little obsession with, and a company within that core category that I'm obsessed with. The company is Dyson, and I have to, I have to tell you, Mark, and you know this about me. Maybe everyone else doesn't. I kind of have thing for vacuums, in particular Dyson vacuums. Not only do they work so well, but there's so much technology packed into these vacuums and they're really kind of changing the game. And that's why I thought it would be fun to have our next guest on. He is Josh Mutlow. Josh, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Hi there. Uh, It's an absolute pleasure to be here to be able to talk to you today. Well,
0: you know, it's nice that I could actually get my words out. I know we're doing this, uh, you know, we're doing a special thing. You guys actually made time for us to do this. We couldn't be more excited. Now, Mark, Mark, you did not see, did you see the keynote event that they did? I know I'm a little obsessed with Dyson, so you might not have seen the keynote event.
2: I didn't see the keynote, but I, I have seen the product. Not a hands-on, but I've seen, you know, obviously video and some photos of the product. And, and listen, I'm a fan as well. I've been using Dyson vacuums for as long as I can I remember. And just, I think just the, the cachet alone with not only the design, but the company, the presentation and... Everything everything makes this such a standout product.
0: Yeah, and if you did see, Mark, if you did actually see the keynote event, you know, when James Dyson was actually talking about the vacuum, about the company, it, it, Josh, tell us a little bit what it's like to work at a company that has, I, I think passion is the best word. You guys have such a passion for design and innovation in this category. What's it like being a part of that Dyson team?
1: Uh, yeah, so it's actually a, a pretty fantastic company to work for, um, I think primarily because when we set out to uh, design products, what we're really trying to achieve is that we really hope to um, solve problems that other people ignore, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think you guys have definitely done that over the years, and you know, you guys have been innovating every year. I think my, my, the vacuum that I'm rocking right now, Josh, is actually the V6 Animal, and I have been using that vacuum for years as a happy, cut. Co- never had one issue with it, and yet, with every iteration of the V-Series, you guys seem to solve more and more problems, and I think when it came to this latest vacuum, and by the way, Mark, they, they, when James Dyson was quoted as saying, this is why I've stopped developing corded vacuums with the release of the V10, I mean, that's how confident they are about this really replacing every vacuum. And you guys really were addressing three things with the V10, if, I, if I'm not, if this, correct me if I'm not if I'm wrong here. It was the overall power of the vacuum, the runtime, and the bin capacity. These seem to be the three things that you guys focus on with this V10. Is that correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I think you, you, you really uh, nailed it there. Uh, I mean, I think to kind of touch on that, um, we've been uh, designing and developing our own Dyson digital motors now for around about the last 17 years. Um, And basically uh, what we've managed to achieve with our latest Dyson digital motor, the the V10 motor, is we've managed to achieve suction performance that uh, has allowed James Dyson to make that statement that he's no longer going to be investing in the research design and development of the kind of uh, big conventional upright vacuum cleaners.
0: And that's kind of like a misnomer, right? Because a lot of people associate, they're thinking if they, are, if they want a powerful vacuum, they have to buy a large vacuum. I think the consumers have that embedded in their head. But if they see how you guys, I mean, you guys really shrunk down this motor. It could fit in the palm of your hand. This motor is incredibly powerful, but it's incredibly small now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so that's, that's correct. So if we were to compare it to our kind of previous generation of Dyson digital motor, um, which we call the V8 Dyson digital motor, which we use in some of our earlier cord-free products, um, the V10 motor is actually about 40% uh, lighter than the previous generation of motor and about 20% smaller in size. Um, and the really fantastic thing there is we've managed to make this motor as much smaller but has allowed us to uh, produce much higher suction power. So we're actually producing 150 air watts of suction power with this motor. Um, a kind of really interesting story surrounding that is that in order for us to have produced such high suction power from such a small motor, it has to spin really, really fast. Um, so with this motor, it's spinning up to about uh, 125,000 RPM. Oh, wow. Um, and a kind of neat, neat little sort of story behind that is actually because it's spinning so fast, we had to um, use a slightly different material on the shaft of the motor. Conventionally we'd use steel. Um, And what we found during the development was steel was a little bit too soft and would flex and move around. Um, So we've used a a ceramic material instead inside this motor, which is a lot stiffer and allows us to spin it so much faster and therefore create so much uh, suction power.
2: Josh, where does the design element come into play here? Because there's so much R&D that goes into the motor itself. Covering that and presenting it in such a Futuristic looking package that people just want to showcase wherever they hang it in their home comes with i 'm sure a lot of a lot of time and effort you know compared to the r and d as well
1: what we really do is we're, we're as i said earlier aiming to solve the problems that others ignore um, and I think our uh, investment and development in our dyson digital motor technology what that 's allowed us to do as we 've been talking about is shrink down the size of those motors and the weight of those motors and that 's kind of allowed us to um, kind of completely redesigned the vacuum cleaner format. So the stick vacuum cleaner format is actually an, uh, an, a Dyson invention. Um, and what we really uh, managed to achieve with this invention is we managed to move uh, the weight, the bulky, big, heavy motor, we managed to shrink it down, move it up into your, into your hand. So basically you now have this really versatile machine that allows you to kind of do things that you wouldn't have been able to conventionally do with your upright machine.
2: And for those who've never actually used the Dyson vacuum in the... I mean, there's a balancing act there as well that is so well-balanced in your hand. It doesn't feel cumbersome in any way, shape, or form. You know, Josh, cutting the cord literally, like just focusing on on a vacuum that no longer has a cord is a big deal, and that says a lot about battery technology plus shrinking the motor, et cetera, et cetera, especially when you look at some of the other Dyson products, such as the fans, et cetera, et cetera, that have that cord still there. What was the consumer reaction when when he announced that we're going this direction with the vacuums?
1: Um, That's a very good question. Uh, Well, I think... What we've seen is we've seen over the years um, an incredible uptake in our quad free technology Um, and what we've been striving for is to improve the performance of that technology um, because it has all the added benefits of the versatility that we've been talking about. Um, And we're just so confident that we've now got to that point where um, we've managed to incorporate the performance of one of these big machines, but include the versatility of our cord-free machines. Um, So we're just incredibly um, confident that that's the kind of future that we see for uh, vacuum cleaners.
0: If you just join us, we are talking Dyson vacuums, in particular the new V10 just came out. We're talking to Josh Mutlow. He's a senior design engineer at Dyson. Josh, uh, some, sometimes the, designs, the design differences that you guys make, the engineering tweaks that you guys make may not be readily visible to the average person because they're so subtle and they're so smart. Something you guys did, and again, it's a problem that I didn't even think existed as a consumer because I love the way my vacuum performs, but I noticed you changed the the orientation of the bin. It used to be a vertical orientation. It's now horizontal, more in line with the direct flow of the motor. And you did this because it really, even that subtle difference of the air having to change direction, it affects the performance,
1: doesn't it? Yeah, that's correct. So um, basically, yeah, rotating the bin round into what we refer to as the inline format has basically right. allowed us to shorten shorten the air path that the air takes through the machine. Um, Basically, the more we kind of twist and turn the air in the machine, the more energy we lose, and therefore, um, we impact our suction performance. So yeah, reorientating the bin into that orientation has allowed us to, to really achieve such high suction power.
0: Well, since we're talking about the bin, let, 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 let's continue talking about the bin because, uh, again, we talk about barriers to entry. When we're talking about products and consumers, consumers, sometimes there is a barrier to entry, and especially when they have an, a stigma, an idea in their head about a cordless vacuum. And some of that, some of the you know the stigma comes from bin capacity. Now, again, I have a V6. I have no problem doing a couple of rooms, emptying the canister, emptying the bin, coming back, continuing my vacuuming. But for some people, they want to have less time emptying and more time vacuuming, and you guys did address this in the V10, I believe the bin is around 40% larger in this model?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So um, again, not only does that reorientation of the bin into the inline format give us that performance benefit, um, but it's also enabled us to increase the capacity of the bin. So um, you are basically having to empty it fewer. Uh, fewer times um, and the the really neat thing again in addition to that is it's allowed us to completely redesign the bin emptying mechanism so if you're familiar with our previous generations of products we we have a really neat mechanism for emptying the bin but now we have this inline format you can really kind of target the direction of the canister or the bin uh, into your trash can and with the simple use of the red lever underneath the kind of uh, the bin of the product, you can just sort of push it away from you. I kind of always refer to it as kind of playing a trombone almost in terms of the motion (laughs) uh, and the dirt and debris is just really simply ejected into your trash can. And
0: and because the bin is actually larger and it's a little bit longer and further, again, it's further away from you, less likely for dust to kick back and making that much more hygienic, Correct.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, just in addition to that, you can kind of really point it down into the depths of your trash can if you you so choose to, to kind of help with that as well.
0: Well, you know what? That's where that filthy dirt, dirt deserves to live in the bottom of the trash can. So, Josh, let me ask you this. We talked about the three main things. So, let's talk about, you know, the three changes that you guys made. That was power. We talked about bin capacity. Let's talk about runtime. Because, again, uh, from my perspective, I'm using the V6 that had about 20 minutes of runtime. That was never an issue for me. I was actually, I, I don't live in a huge house, but I was able to do my whole house, no problem. For some people, they wanted more runtime. I know that increased over the years to 40 minutes with some of the newer models, but now with the V10, let's talk about the runtime of this model.
1: Yeah, so uh, with our Dyson Cyclone V10 product, we've completely redesigned our battery pack. Um, and we not only use, are using the latest lithium ion battery cells that are really highly energy dense, but we've also introduced uh, an additional seventh battery cell. And what that's allowed us to do with this product is achieve a runtime of up to 60 minutes from a single charge. Wow. <laughs> um, and then a really neat thing is that in addition to that, Uh, If we were to compare the charge time to our previous product, uh, the V8, we've actually managed to reduce that charge time, and it's now three and a half hours. So not only are you getting that up to 60 minutes of cleaning time, you're also getting that reduced charge time as well.
0: And, of course, a lot of people, you know, don't need a full 60 minutes to do their homes, or I do want to see the homes that do require 60 minutes. It must be magnificent. But a lot of people are still using much less time. So, of course, if you're not using the full 60 minutes, it'll take that much less time to actually charge it to full, I'm guessing,
1: Correct. Uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely correct, and I think kind of in addition to that, the thing to bear in mind is just the versati- versatile nature of our product is such that um, we really know that they kind of change the way you clean, so it's less about kind of doing uh, one big clean once a week, and it's more about being able to just grab the machine, add on any of the various attachments, um, and clean up messes as they kind of happen, if that makes sense. No, no, so it definitely makes sense, yeah. Of- Yeah, so you find yourself kind of using it more frequently but for less often perhaps.
0: Well, that that's kind of the idea. I think uh, I think a lot of people maybe are not like me and don't love vacuuming. I know it's kind of bizarre as I say it out loud. I realize how it sounds, but I do. I actually do love to vacuum. Uh, one of the things I also want to talk about is in the high the highest level model because it comes in three different trim levels, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and the absolute is the top of the line. And the absolute it does come with a second motorized head. Is that the is that the first time you've included a second motorized head in any of your models?
1: Uh, It's not the first time we've had two motorized heads, but what we have with the V10, uh, Cyclone V10, is we have a brand new torque drive cleaner head, which has been designed to work really, really well on uh, getting fine dust from carpets it gets 25% better dust performance on carpeted surfaces. But in addition to that, what we have in the Absolute model is what we refer to as the soft roller cleaner head. And basically, this is a fantastic tool because it's been designed to work really, really well on hard surfaces, be it uh, wood, laminate, or uh, tile even. And it's even really, really good at getting large particles of debris, basically. So I don't know, if you spilled some Cheerios on your kitchen floor, it just uh, gobbles them up, no problem. It's a fantastic floor tool.
0: It really is. And it's Like you said, I mean, if you have little bits, if you have kids and there are little bits on the floor, it does a great job of of picking everything up. You know, Josh, I wanted to ask you sort of a big picture question because a company like Dyson, obviously, you have, you know, you're working in the vacuum division, but we have many different, you know, the fans and hair dryers. So obviously, airflow, the big theme there being with Dyson and innovations in that area. Do you find that because Dyson has so many great products in different areas, you're able to leverage some of the technologies you take from one line to put that into a another line maybe take something you learned from the fan side apply it to the vacuum side so working at a company like Dyson has its benefits because you're able to take technologies from different areas and apply them in different ways
1: uh, I think that's a, a, a really key point actually yeah so um, as I said earlier we spend an incredible amount on our research design and development um, and yeah you're right we're all about kind of developing key technologies um, and, and implementing those in in products that kind of solve problems that others ignore And, yeah, as part of that, we definitely um, share between our departments in terms of how we can apply the technologies we've created and generated um, to basically better all of our different product ranges, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Before I let you go, and I know you guys are busy, and I know I really appreciate you taking the time to join us to do this. Uh, is there anything you can tell us? Maybe a little little tidbit, something you can let us know that is coming down the pipeline? Or uh, is, I, I pretty much know the answer. I know you guys don't like to share in advance, but we're, this isn't the end. Basically, when people see the next great thing, they're like, oh, I can't get better than this. But with Dyson, it can always get better than this because you guys are always outdoing yourselves. So I imagine we're going to see another product coming out soon from you guys. Oh, I couldn't possibly give away any details on what's
1: coming up next. But rest assured, we've got loads of engineers coming up with really exciting, uh, really exciting ways to solve problems.
2: Well, we look forward. We look forward to having you on again when uh, when those things maybe come to fruition.
1: Fantastic. Thank you.
2: Josh Matlow, senior designer over at Dyson. Check out the V10 available, I think, towards the end of the month, starting price around $6.99. It is your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. We're going to take a quick break and come back and wrap up this week's show.
0: Your tech report will be right back.
2: I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favourite podcast app.
0: The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast
2: producers.
0: Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
2: I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kandel from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod Six One Seven, the Boston Podcast Network.
0: And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts.